Hello and welcome to the Three Guys Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Ben. I'm Dixon. And today we're actually joined by a fourth voice. Hello. Oh, no, you can just say, okay, don't wait for me. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, this is Jay. He'll be joining us today as we take a look at 47 Ronin, uh, the 2013 fantasy action film that apparently a lot of people are not seeing. Probably because it came out on Christmas Day. That shows the company's got no faith in it, in theory. Well, he had all the faith in it. Sherlock Holmes, the last one came out like around Christmas. Well, the first one did. One of the two did. Yeah, but this one came out against some pretty stiff competition this season. Yes, The Hobbit. Uh, I think yeah. that, that was all his competition. Anchorman. <laughs> the Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. That's the one. American Hustle has been getting amazing reviews. Mm-hmm. So I think we picked the wrong movie today. Anyway, uh, to go back to 47 Ronin, it is the tale of all the 47 Ronin. It's a real-life group of massless samurai in the 18th century Japan who avenged the murder of their master uh, with some ex- extensions to the story. It's based on that story, but it's not quite... The, it's not a historical movie. It is a fantasy interpretation of that story starring Keanu Reeves and a whole boatload of Japanese actors that nobody on this side of the border will recognize. No. No. I mean, we all know who Shang Tsung is. So. Okay, that's not true. That one guy. We do know the one guy who plays the... It was the Emperor? Yeah. Oh, no, he was uh, the Shogun. The Shogun. Shogun, okay. King it, of Japan. He's Shang Tsung, and he's, he's the only recognizable Japanese actor, which, you know, uh, we're, we're culturalists. Uh <laughs> Laugh, I didn't it. see Ken Watanabe in this, so I was like, where is, where is he going to show up? He's working on Godzilla right now. Hopefully, it'll be, that'll be a better movie. Uh, <laughs> oh hopefully. Boy. Well, then I guess maybe we should get to the uh, spoiler-free. Should you go see this? Yes, let's do that very quickly. Um, we'll start with Ben. Ah, should you go see it? If you find it cheap enough, sure. You want to waste about two hours? It's not horrible. I mean, it's not something you want to watch in a big box there, but it, visually it's appealing. We would normally mention here if it's worth seeing in 3D or not, but if you're anything like us, you didn't have a choice. Yeah, it's, it was like... it's There was one showing throughout the entire city over, what, like six theaters that, yeah. had, that had one non-3D show? At 3.10 showing. in like the afternoon. Everything else was 3D. Shameless plug to try to make money back. Well, that was also the reason why it was released a year behind. Yeah, I would buy that, but it didn't need it. Anyway. No. no. Uh, so, you, would you recommend seeing it, Ben? Not really? Like I said, unless you can find it in cheap seat, no. How about you, Dixon? No, I I would not recommend seeing this. There is there's way better stuff to go see. See The Hobbit two again. Why not? <laughs> go watch Last Samurai. I don't know. There's, there's a whole bunch of things you could go see. Go see Snow White of the Huntsman. That was that was out a couple years ago. That's, that's probably still better than this. I'm the one person here that actually liked this film. I can sort of tell. It's not the worst way to spend time in January during a blizzard. <laughs> there are certainly worse things you could be doing. I will contest that it's probably not that great, despite the fact I liked it. But if you're bored and you need to go see the movies, you know, why not? How about you, Jay? I think, you know, this is one of those movies that this is a, a Netflix win. You can't go wrong by watching this thing on Netflix on a nice TV. You're going to get the same effect as sitting in, in a theater. So it definitely seems that we aren't recommending this. So let's get into the spoilers. But more accurately, the stuff specifically that we liked and disliked. Dixon, you have a lot to say here. I already can tell. You're literally bubbling over no. to talk about... No. Okay, well, then let's start off with the thing that bugged you the most, then. Because I can tell there's something. I, I did read one review for this movie before I saw it. And it was in the local paper. And usually, like, our local city's papers have, are pretty harsh on their movie reviews over the years. I've noticed that. They're very, very harsh. Yeah, they don't seem to like anything. 
And Critics the line that sense. stood out for me for this one was, it tries to have a lot of crossover appeal for foreign audiences and for and for like American Canadian audiences, and it fails because of it. And I think this movie does fail because of it. I think it tries to be an authentic Japanese story and film, mm-hmm. but then it also tries to be this over the top action like CG fest, and it neither works. It is compromised trying to do both, and it it it, it fails on both. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. I don't think it appeals to either. Well, if we're talking about issues uh, on the brief side, it's it's one of those three big. They, these are the best stories that Japan has to offer. The three that they talked about: this Seven Samurai and Yojimbo. Those are like the three culture relevant stories that everyone seems to talk about for Japanese uh, culture mythos. And like, am I wrong in that? Is there one I'm missing? Or no, those are like the three big ones. Yeah. Okay, uh, for this one. As I'm watching the film, I can clearly tell that Keanu Reeves' character was not there. He's the pointless addition trying to give this film some crossover appeal. Because with just the Japanese actor who plays Oishi, who I won't even bother to pronounce his name because I'll just mess it up, you could tell that no one here would know who he is, so that definitely weakens this movie's chance to make money here. Yeah. So they put in Keanu Reeves, who's a more recognizable actor, and to be fair, he, he's not bad. No, no, he's no. he's not over the top, and he gives a good performance for his role. He's you know the, the outcast who's quiet and humble, but can be counted upon to do his bit. He, yeah, but he's not the protagonist. True, despite the fact what the trailer and everything else will lead you to believe. Well, they spent what an extra six months re-editing to get more Keanu into the movie. Really, this, they uh, did. Yeah, that this is a very misleading trailer. Like old trailers. Well, even the lie. Well, even the poster is very misleading because... Um, oh, I mean, the other white guy, the, the tattooed guy? The tattooed guy. in there for like two seconds. Who I thought was in a Lady Gaga video? He is, actually. That was <laughs> the same guy? That is the same guy. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, he's a... Uh, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. I thought that was just makeup. Anyway, but again, you could tell that you know, he was not... He's, he's added to the movie... Although I, I do like, like I said, there's nothing wrong with the, with his acting. It's some bad. of his lines aren't great, but that's that's the that's the writing. Like, like that's near the end, he's got some pretty really hammy. Yeah, not hammy, but just just very poor love um, story lines. Like love lines, like they're not they're not particularly good for the crossover appeal for the love story. Which yeah, I can't understand why there always has to be a love story. <laughs> we we've discussed this in detail for yeah. the Hobbit. Uh, well, actually, no, we didn't. That a lot of that was cut. Needless to say, for some reason, they just like to add love stories. Even against the actress's will. Yeah. That was terrible. So, let's, let's talk about some of the other things that are good. Uh, I do like a lot of the, the the witch in particular. Her role is very simple. She's an evil witch. That's cool. And I like the magical effect they have with her, particularly with her kimono. The way it follows her, the way they use that for transformations. Like through the dragon, yeah. through the fox, and all that other fun stuff. And I thought that was really visually interesting. And you would not overdone they, they they did keep it simple by just having that cloth fluttering around yeah it wasn't like big fancy explosions and magic and you know yeah. lasers coming out of her eyes it was it was subtle subtle enough that but sometimes i found they dragged it on a little too much like when she bit, was yeah. uh poisoning the yeah that scene could have been like the, the half, half as yeah. long yeah i mean just to see this uh, thing I, I, like around. she was over the top she feels out of place but so does a lot of this movie feels out of place in itself yeah. but one thing i really liked is they didn't go with a bunch of crazy ninja magic. It's like, oh, you can't balance the tip of your sword on the surface of the water? No, this is like all, like the actors, say from the, the crazy CG stuff, was doing things that are feasible, plausible. Yeah. And, I mean, the guys who choreographed the fight scenes, I think they did a great job doing that. What what fight scenes? The, the one fight scene? 
Little giant mass battle. That was a good one. Uh, when they're storming the castle. There's like two fight scenes, I guess, in this movie. There. Yeah. It's... That was the, that. They weren't huge, but they weren't there crazy were some... Hong Kong cinema, like, a la Hero. Remember all the crazy fight scenes in Hero yeah. that were just unbelievable? These There wasn't a lot of wire foo, which I think helps. Yeah. That yeah. was nice. But then once again, they, like, they put in the magic, but they took out, like, the wire foo. It's like, I don't know. One thing that did bug me about this is, like, it's, like, supposed to be realistic, but magical at the same time. And it's, like, that's kind of rubbing against the grain. See, I don't know. Like, I saw it as believable magic. Yeah. Because it wasn't over the top. It was, it was obviously a magical beast is running around, but it's, it was believable in know. the scale of magic. You can have... Uh, I guess. I don't, I don't know if I need believable. I need serious. To be taken seriously. Hmm. And I can have magic in a serious story, like, like Ninja Scroll. There's obviously fantastic elements in that movie, hmm. but it's kind of believable. It's not done silly. I think this movie kind of was a little too silly with its magic. Hmm. It, it, I don't know. It just it didn't it didn't mesh with the story at times. Yeah, I, it just I, I, it, it totally felt like it, it was a separate movie going on. Well, I'm all for the notion of spicing up the historical relevance of it because that's just kind of what happens to like, stories like this. They always get a little bit of a uh, little bit of flair to it that that's not there. A little more dramatic additions to it. Magic. Well, it's two thousand. If you if you don't flare things up, people don't look at it. I don't know about that. Uh, well, no, Americans few and, won't. Few and far between. Well, I don't know. Last there. Samurai was a very cut and dry. You know, it was more interesting than this. Like the, the action scenes were better choreographed. <laughs> um, the samurai suits looked better, not realer. They looked better. This <clears> movie, going for realism, sometimes the stuff just comes kind of drab. Like they're the silly cone hats out of a Kylie Minogue video. Mm. I'm sure those are accurate. I'm sure but it's more. I want to see more crazy samurai helmets with masks. You know, I think they must have spent at least a hundred grand on costumes, or sorry, a uh, hundred million on costumes alone. Because probably they were, they and, were good costumes. And once again, the, the silliness yeah. factor, like the bad guys are all wearing blue and purple, and the, and like the, the evil fortress is very evil looking. It's like snow covered, and yeah. it's like totally like and they, and the good guys are wearing red. You know, it's very. Which makes sense, but at the same time, like it's just very like. Oh yeah, and you know so. the the uh, the good province there looks like some out of a Disney movie. Yeah. And well, yeah. literally, it was Disney setting. Evil, scary looking fortress, happy little village. Evil fortress, and happy village. I don't understand the bad Actually, guys. Actually, saying that, it just I don't know why when I was watching this, I do agree with you, but what came into mind, my mind was like Kung Fu Panda. I was watching this and like, man, this. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I, I I get where you're coming from. This is just flashing okay. kung fu panda. For and some like the, the story, it's for some run. Okay, whatever. Like we get that story, like revenge and avenging their master, their their master. But like, what was the witch's? Like she said, oh my, we're gonna rule Japan. Like how is that gonna happen? And why was she helping this guy? None of that's ever explained. Well, no, well, she to said fair, she was though. bound to him, and he was bound. To and her, I thought they were going to do that, uh, like if she gets stabbed, and he gets stabbed, kind of thing, like. Uh, oh, kind of like the uh, Demona Macbeth thing out of Gargoyles. Or um, Hellboy Two with the the elves. Oh yeah, the, the, the crazy the, elves. The, the, the brother elves. and sister. Yeah. yeah. This has been done a lot of times like that. Okay, so there's some plot holes you could drive a truck through, but like yeah. it just didn't like Keanu Reeves. <clears throat> at least his stuff made sense, and it was summed up like yeah. fairly well. Yeah, that was, I was like bad. okay. I like that. The visuals of this movie, like we talked about, the costumes and the the sets are rather nice. 
They look yeah. pretty real. I mean, like they're, the they're scenery, very the sets. Obviously, with today's computer technology, not all that was real. No, so I mean, I never, it. I never thought it was a lot of it looked that mm-hmm. CG. Other than other than the very pulled back faraway shots. Oddly yeah. enough, filmed in London. Really, yeah. London, Budapest, and a little bit in Japan. Yeah, huh? Like all the snow scenes, London. The monster in the beginning was was interesting looking. Yeah. Did you have any idea what that was? Maybe a Kirin. I'm not exactly sure. Neither My was Japanese I. folklore isn't great. If I, I like, I, I maybe a Kirin. I would have it wasn't to brush a, up. It wasn't I, a I Tengu, used... and it wasn't a no. Kappa. <laughs> We know the two things it wasn't. I used to I used to know a decent amount about like the creatures, but they have a vast amount really. It depends on like the time period. But like, the basics that I don't know what that was really to be perfect. It looks good. It looked nice. Uh, it looked like something out of Avatar though. A little bit. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It, it, it uh, even I mean, you could tell that, you know, they've got the, the master Hollywood soundboard because it's like, yeah, that's a monster from Avatar. The the, the roar it made, that big roar. It's like, oh, yeah, I've heard that in, like, nine other movies. The Tengu were, uh... They looked oh. kind of bird... They look bird-like. I didn't no, know how they, they didn't. They look like burned victims with holes in the top of their noses. Hey, but you, I know, could... you know how they blink? Yes, they Sideways. blink like, fi- like fish. Uh, Rarely. And they came, like, at an odd angle. Well, it's like, they're, they're demons. They're cg Those eyes are obviously CG'd over. Well, yeah. yeah. They're CG demons, to be honest. It's like, oh, they're not I, exactly birds. I didn't mind that I interpretation that of it. That scene is that really seems good. good. Oh, where the, yeah. the the big thing's going on. The and they're spirit. testing him. Yes, yeah. the test. That's a good scene. Though Keanu Reeves with the shadow dash was a little silly, but they mentioned they taught him that, so. Yeah. And you know what? It wasn't overused. Admittedly, no. They didn't no, limit they, how often, they, they, despite the fact that they opened it up where they tell you he's got these abilities, but he does rarely use them. He never stole the show in the movie, really. Which no. is important, for, at least he's for very me. humble. Well, which is good when he's, you know, he's the second banana. Yeah. Less, Although yeah. in, you know, the way they tried to edit it, they tried to make him the first. They wanted to make him the protagonist, but it just did not end up that way. The story no. does not work with him as the protagonist. No. No. Be and it's. I think it's. I think it's better that way. I think it would have been. I don't want to say this because that was who made this film. We would never see it if this was the case. I think this movie would have been better off without him. Not that he's bad. Not that he hurts it, but. Putting the focus on the actual forty-seven no. Ronin, I think, would have been better. A little better. And I, I'm sure, like in, in Japanese, in Japan, they know who these forty-seven Ronin are. Hmm. But like, God help if I could follow their name. Like, I have trouble enough remembering all the dwarves from the Hobbit, <laughs> let alone forty-seven. I'm sorry, Asian guys. <laughs> I'm the just only, gonna say that. The only two that I recognize. Maybe it's seven dwarves, and we'll, we'll get we'll get started on that one. Let's work exactly. on that one. The only one I recognize, and to be fair, it's because I've got it in front of in front of me is Oishi, and that's the leader of the Ronin. And uh, yeah. Chikaru, Chikaru was the son or Chikara? Uh, Thanks, Chikaru. Yes, I believe. But we so. only know that because the, the the Shogun clearly states. We well, said his it name. a couple times, so oh, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. And I remember, I think uh, the Mika. big fat guy, his name started with B. That's I think where he got that second sword. Yes. Then there's Mika. Bosu the, or something. The princess. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the villain was named Lord Kira. Yeah. Though I could have sworn Kiana said Akira once. Could have just pronounced That's a whole different show. That's yeah. a whole so, different thing. The acting. It, it was okay. Nothing wrong with the acting. It was good. Nothing wrong with the acting. I think the. Uh, and this is the one thing I will contest. Um, well, not contest. I will give way to the fact that the film doesn't know what type of story it wants to be. The acting is good, but it's good in all kinds of different ways. Like the, the Ronin, the 47 Ronin, the few of them we do see, 
uh, they're all well acted. Like I said, Oishi perfectly plays, as far as I'm concerned, the role that he's meant to play mm-hmm. of, of of a samurai deciding whether or not to actually live up to the honor that he no longer has to. Uh, it's a notion of revenge because he doesn't have to. He's a Ronin now. Who cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does. That that's the point of it, and he's going through the steps to be sure of that. He plays that fine. The, his interactions, the other Ronin are okay. You can tell they respect him. It's just then you go to the stuff like the witch and Lord Kira, who are Hammy. They're Hammy. Stereotypical evil. Lord Kira is very like ridiculous. Lord Kira is very Hammy. I don't yeah. want to say the witch is, but she's definitely in another. She's from another movie. If we're gonna, if we're yeah, gonna like she's that. got like crazy evil down to a. She'd be good in parts of the Caribbean movie. She would. That'd yeah. be the right yeah. genre. Yeah, yeah. That's what this movie, I think, was trying to do. Kind of the editing like, did make it look like Pirates of the Caribbean in... Specifically when they go to the Dutch port. The Dutch, yeah. Again, with the guys... Which is accurate poster. historically. I'm not saying it's not accurate. The Dutch were the only guys allowed there. So but I mean, I, I, I keep expecting, you know, Jack Sparrow to be staring out looking for rum. Yeah. <laughs> with, like, three concubines and a goat. <laughs> because. On his way to Singapore. Yep. Of course. So it sounds like that's about that's the interesting stuff to talk about. How we're we're undecided whether or not this film is and, good or bad. And like the I like the Lord and the Shogun, but they are giving very. I think this is very Japanese performances. Yeah. Yes, very. But I like that though. It, oh, again, I liked it, but it just it's at odds with with the rest of the, the other movie, kind yeah. of acting. Yes, it's all again like there's like there's two schools of acting here. There's the traditional story, and then there's the fantasy one. And they're trying to mix them, and I don't think it's as bad as all that, but I do feel that that will alienate some people. So here, here's a question. Will we be saying the same things if this was a straight-up anime? I don't know. Hmm. If this is animated? That's but, a good question, like, actually. Like, like if this it was is... just a straight-up anime, because it seems like the crazy monsters, the crazy evil witch thing, this is all like something plucked out of like an anime. Like I haven't yeah. seen a lot of it, but it seems like this would be the perfect movie to turn into one. You know, maybe you have a point. Well, uh, maybe the animation might make it redeeming. It would blend it better. Yeah. Yes, it would definitely blend the fantasy stuff with the real life it stuff. Would, because be then, you, then there's that level of disbelief that's removed. It's like it's an animated movie, and also Let's do all even sorts without of crazy the acting, stuff. because you're not yeah. Yeah. giving the, the physical presence in the way they're acting is different too. The Japanese guys versus yeah the other kind of performances. Mm-hmm. You know, it's even it's physical, not just how they're speaking, but. Yeah. How they hold themselves, how they do their lines, how they uh, yeah. they interact with the scene. They, it's all very... You can, you can tell the reasonable differences between the two. Yeah. I think that about covers it. Want to just go straight into rating, guys? Or Yeah, yeah. I think we've talked... I mean, there's to not be... a lot to talk about with this one to some degree, no. really. It's the same... It's just, it's just the one... Okay. Well, like I say, you know, maybe you don't go see it in a movie. If you're brave enough to hit a cheap seats and it's there. Otherwise, I'd say just wait for for the next on the Netflix... It'll be there soon enough. Yeah. What would you want to give it as a rating then, Jay? We'll let you go first. Like one out of ten. A one to ten? Like, how do you feel about it and how would you rate it? You know what? It wasn't a a waste of an evening. I'd give it a six. Six? Six is is good. I did enjoy the movie. It was a good story, you know. An interesting story. To be honest, I'd never known the story about the 47 Ronin. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me want to actually look into it. It is probably a decent entry point to learning more about it. It may not be the best way to do it, but that's not the kind of tale I think we would get very often. Well, hey, otherwise. you're not going to learn about World War II by watching Glorious Bastards. No. <laughs> I guess I'll go next, and we'll just go... Around the Counterclockwise. Table. Counterclockwise around the table. Uh, I'm with Jay on this one. I did enjoy myself. It did what made me want to learn more about the 47 Ronin. 
because I actually do think there's an interesting story to be told there. And just researching it in the car home, the car ride home, learning there's been so many different movie adaptations, so many different, like, this is a big deal in Japan. I think it's interesting to see it brought here. I don't know how good the film actually is as a representation of the story, but I feel it's kind of irrelevant because it's just inspired by that story. Yeah. It's clearly trying to do different things. Uh, I don't have a problem with, with anything of this movie except for the... Well, that's not true. I shouldn't say that because I do have small issues here and there with plot stuff, pacing stuff, and just kind of overall. But if I'm just if I'm putting all that aside, I didn't hate the film. I enjoyed it, but I think ultimately it'll be something I'll forget about in a few weeks' time. I'll forget key things. I'll remember I've seen it, but that's pretty much about it. It's not one of those films that's so bad... Or so good, not good, not bad, you just forget about it entirely. What are you saying? It's like Iron Man 3? Now, I remember Iron Man 3. Do you? I was thinking more, <laughs> what's a good movie? Uh, uh, Page Master is a good example of that for me. I didn't care for Page Master much. I saw it, didn't like it, didn't hate it, and I ultimately forgot I'd, I'd seen it about three weeks later. <laughs> I have to go with a six. I'm going to go with Jay on this one. Like I said, it's not a bad way to spend your evening, but... It's one of those things that's probably better suited for a DVD release or a Netflix release or some other way to avoid seeing it in theaters. And it doesn't help that because we did go see it in theaters, we had to pay the inflated 3D price. That ultimately was not worth it. Soon to be in the five ninety nine bin at your local car wash. Dixon, how would you rate it? I'm interested to hear this. I, I can't rate this highly. Like there was, I don't think the 3D hurt it, but like there was just some shots. I wasn't too sure what was going on, especially... Like, like, the angles were weird at times, and they would cut to people's faces, like a random guy reacting, which, maybe in a different edit, that guy has more presence, but it's, like, it's weird. They're looking to random people at times during key moments, and I was like, Why, who, who is this guy they're cutting to? And then it, he didn't come up later. Well, that could be these guys. because they, they did kind of fire the director when he was doing the editing. Another reason why it was held back a year. Really? Yeah, the, uh, what was it, one of the vice presidents of uh, Universal took over the editing. <laughs> oh, that's not but, good. But, like, it feels like two different movies. Like, I, there wasn't enough action scenes and some of the interesting elements of it, like, it just, like, the guy in the big armor, like, he looks like Death's Hand from, uh, Jade, from Jade Empire. Empire. Yeah. You play that? Oh, he, he almost looks exactly like that. And he just, like, is a non-factor in the movie. He, it's just like, he has really? His, he has like, his one fight scene in the beginning What is of the he movie. even? I don't even know. Yeah, he, he whoops Keanu and then was... He's, Some inglorious death later, like a total wharf yeah. effect on that one, eh? Like yeah, he got he got punked, yeah, hard. Like I, well, I was expecting more action scenes. Blew up beside him. No, no, that's that's no, no, no. I'm not. I, I, need to see, not I need to see this guy kill somebody. Yeah, I need to see him get like beaten. Yeah, he didn't really kill anybody. I don't. Just yeah, the issue that. is not that he died; it's the way he died. Well, no, like I'm not. You figured I'm he'd not, be like, we're know, not arguing the logistics. Right. We're not arguing the logistics of the building blowing up beside him and killing him. Like that's fine. It's more the way the story writes him to die. That's not the appropriate Fair way enough. to kill like, that If he killed something along the way, like if he saw... He killed like, anybody, because he does kill no he's, one. He's visually yeah. one of the most interesting things in the movie. He plays primarily in the trailer, but he just he doesn't do anything outside that first scene, which he's fine in. I just wanted to know, where did this guy come from? Is, was, did yeah, the witch is, make him? As, as we're getting up to the you know big climax of the movie, I was wondering, who's going to take this guy out? I, I know thought it was Keanu, another guy that Keanu's was supposed to die originally. Yeah, like, Keanu has to go kill the witch, probably, and the chief one's going to go kill the evil prince. Yeah. Who's going to take this guy out? Well, maybe it'll be the kid. Or before the fat guy died, maybe he was going to be the fat guy. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of the Ronin don't do anything of any note. 
Omaru. Only Oishi and Kai Keanu Reeves do anything, and, and their scenes are good. I really liked Oishi's scene, actually, where he just beats the crap out of Akira. Yeah. That that was awesome. And he's pushing him through, like, walls and stuff. I'm like, that that was a really good scene. That was a good fight. Yeah, I think, was. But I, I can't remember. First, they focused a little more on that fight. Once again, they're trying to get some Keanu in there to uh, broaden yeah. the deal, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so what would you, uh, not to cut you off, but what would you rate it? As before, like I, I can't recommend this, like, but it is watchable on Netflix or the bargain bin. But it's it's not a five. I can't recommend it. I'd say yeah, like fair. there's a thousand more things you could watch other than this. This will just leave you. You'll watch it and you'll feel bad because you feel like this could have been something good if they just went one direction or the other. That that's I think that's what it comes down to for me. Okay. How about you, Ben? You know what? Like, you've been, you know, I mean, all three of you have already basically said what needs to be said about it. I mean, the visuals are nice. The story is conflicting. I actually will agree. There needs to be less Keanu in this. That, like, he's more distracting. I think I would actually find it more interesting if, if it was focused more on the 47 Ronin than Keanu. As opposed to the 47 Ronin and that one guy. Yeah, and the one, and the white, and the white demon. And <laughs> the one white guy. Yeah. Not much to say. I mean, I'd give this a five. I mean, this was... So you're saying you would recommend people to watch it with a five. That's what a five means. Not necessarily. That means if you find it cheap enough, go. you can go watch it. He has made that very special. This is five yes. with an asterisk. Yes. It's a five. Dose. I recommend it. But do not spend any good money on this. For the love of God, do not spend good money. <laughs> Sneak in your snacks. Go to the cheapest movie theater you can find. They definitely don't buy the popcorn. Yeah. You know, there was one thing I did like about this movie. It wasn't overly gory because it didn't need to be. That's true. I wish it had been more gory. You know, and because of that, because of that and its content, you know, and because it's not an in-depth cerebral thing, you could conceivably get your old lady to watch this with you. Yeah. So this is like a good cheap date night movie. Not your kids, but yeah. No, you won't want your kids watching this. Probably not. You'll probably get, you know, the missus, your girlfriend... It, you know, because she want to watch hers, and you want to watch... This is... You could probably get her to compromise on this one. Probably. She'd be unhappy yeah. with you when you came out of it. Well, you'd probably be <laughs> sad, too. You could probably make you convince her. You'd probably... By the sounds of it, you Well, the ending is sad enough. Well, you she like would, Pirates of the Caribbean. Look at this trailer. You like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, this was not... No. I, there's been several attempts to recreate a franchise like that recently. All of them have failed. Lone Ranger failed. John Carter and Mars failed. This failed. I feel like they're trying to cash in on that market. They probably are, considering the Pirates failed. franchise doesn't, doesn't have much life left. It can't after no, they're, On Stranger Tides. No, they're bleeding stone now. But in any event, I think that'll wrap us up on the uh, 47 Ronin. Uh, you have our ratings. Go see it. Uh, or don't see it. I say go see it. We're kind of conflicted uh, with the four of us. We're pretty split down the middle. Yeah. Uh, to say don't. To say do. But I didn't say don't. Well, you said do with an asterisk, so... Yeah. So I guess it's three on one, I guess. You got two and a half on one. Five and a half. In any event, that'll be the <laughs> Three Guys podcast signing out. Uh, good night, folks. Later. And I'd like to thank Jay again for sitting in with us. Hopefully yeah. we'll have you here for more, because you bring everything that we forget about. Yes. Yes. And good night, folks. Bye. Good night, everybody. Good night.